This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, May 22, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. A law now in the works will regulate credit cards like never before. Mark Calabria, Director of Financial Regulation Studies at the Cato Institute, says the cost of credit and liquidity to everyone, especially those who need it, will be on the rise. There are a variety of pieces of legislation, and it's a very far reaching. Some of it dealing with, you know, changes in terms of when you're late and what changes can be made to raise interest rates. Uh, for instance, one of the things that has been regularly talked about is what's called universal default, where if you become late on a debt that is unrelated to your credit card, can the credit card company raise your rate based on that? Uh, and this would largely change that. So, for instance, the, the discussion is. If you're suddenly a different risk, you're late on your car loan, for instance, you know, credit card companies have traditionally, or at least in the last several years, raised your rates. Um, That will probably be much more difficult in the future. It certainly would change in terms of the rates on loans you've already made. Uh, And some of these practices weren't necessarily transparent. For instance, it was quite common that if you had different rates, like let's say you had a introductory rate of very low or like zero or two percent or something um the debt you ran up on that once your introductory rate was gone usually what the credit card company would do is if you sent in a partial payment you owed five thousand dollars and you sent in a check for three thousand they would put that three thousand toward your hot your lowest rate so that the higher rate you had would continue so that's been switched so some of those things will make it more transparent but at the same time you know, credit card companies are going to try to make, basically make the same amount of money. They're just going to try to figure out other ways to do it. Uh, there aren't any freebies in life, and there aren't any freebies here. Many of the ways that the credit card companies are going to look at doing that is cutting other benefits. I think you'll probably see, and you've already seen, a pullback in some of the miles programs, some of the gift programs where, you know, you spend this much on your credit card, you get this. A lot of those things are kind of going to, going to be pulled back, if not go away altogether. Another potential avenue is you're going to see more of a return to annual fees. Very few cards, you know, overall have annual fees now. Where that used to be the norm, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, about every credit card had an annual fee. Uh, I think we're going to see some of that going back to that, um, particularly for those people who solely use their credit card simply for transactions. You pay it off every month. You're not really borrowing any more than for two or three weeks you're really getting an interest-free loan for several weeks in those cases. And the credit that clearly costs the credit card company some money, and they're going to attempt to make some of that back up you know, with the annual fee route. For those deadbeats, the people who pay their cards off every month, as they are known in the credit card industry, if, if the cutback is uh, maybe you don't get so many miles, maybe you don't go so, get so many rewards points, some of those people are going to forego credit cards altogether. You've already seen in terms of people who just use credit cards for transactional and not really borrowing a shift to other to debit cards, basically, which include your check crashing card that's based on your account. Um, and some of that's already been a shift away from that to where it's you're taking out of your own account and because the fees tend to be cheaper there and you really are spending money you already have. In addition, a lot of people find that to be a helpful sort of money management tool that you're not spending something you don't have. And you're going to see more of that because... Those tend to have any annual fees at all, and they do tend to be based off of the accounts you already have. So as 
just trying the cost of a credit card in terms of doing something transactional goes up, people are going to shift to other forms of payment. You know, we might even see cash, you know, and, and, and I'm not going to say that we're quite at the time we're going to see checks make a big comeback, but that's certainly a possibility where people want to try to do something different. Are there any clear effects that we should see on liquidity for uh, families and businesses if there are change, some changes to the rules governing credit cards? Well, I think the most direct impacts you're going to see, and you've already started to see some of this where the credit card companies have lowered people's uh, credit limits, you're going to see some of that. So it's going to take place along two dimensions. It's going to take the place in terms of for those who already have credit or who may be looking to get credit, the amount of credit you're going to be able to get is likely to decline. And then the other margin is going to be those people who don't have credit yet, you know, who are applying for new credit, they're much likely to see people who are a little more marginal get rejected. So there'll be a pullback in some of that. Uh, and there'll also be a pullback in even those who do get new credit cards and the amount that they might be able to use. And then clearly, I think has been discussed, the Senate bill and both the House bill have provisions aimed at students. So there'll be a direct pullback in terms of the amount of credit that's available for college students. Some of that probably good, some of that bad. Reducing available credit to new borrowers or people who already have uh, credit cards, isn't that sort of a continuation of the market process for governing credit cards that's been going on for a year or more? Well, there's a variety of, of pieces going on. Most importantly, a lot of households themselves have pulled back on credit. I mean, we have seen savings rates across the board go up. And by and large, that's needed, that's necessary, that's a positive thing in the long run. I mean, for, we for a very long time as a country have been probably consuming more than we were producing, so that was unsustainable. But the question here is, it's not simply a matter of overall credit, because that's important, but that's not the most important thing. The important thing is the distribution of credit. I mean, I think we are moving, particularly as, if, as this bill becomes law, we're moving more toward a world to basically credit is available to people who don't need it. And those who are in a need, who aren't talking about using credit solely to bid up asset prices like a house or to go out and speculate in gold, but somebody who might need to be able to pay for car repairs so they can actually make it to work, well, you know, that need's not going to go away. You know, and the option of not being able to pay for your car repairs so you can't go to work and lose your job, that's to me where the real worry is in my mind. Uh, and given the increasing number of job losses. And you also see a lot of instances, there are a lot of well-known businesses where the owner started out because he lost his job. And most of us would think it would be kind of crazy to think about, I'm going to go put you know, a couple of thousand dollars on my credit card to start a new business. And given that 99 out of 100 of those guys actually fail, but you know, the real question of, do we want to not let that one guy out of 100 who does succeed and build a pretty big business, something like Google or whatever, is that right to be able to pull the plug out on that? And I think we're going to see some of that decline. The ability really to go out there and take a gamble uh, on your own life and your own career and to build something based on a credit card, which is a very big gamble, I think you're going to see that go away. Um, and you know whether that's the right balance or not, I think we'll be seen, but you're certainly going to see less people going out and starting their own business and taking big chances on their life based on a credit card loan. Mark Calabria is Director of Financial Regulation Studies at the Cato Institute. Read more of his work and view his recent media appearances at Cato.org.